Welcome to Fridays at 3 p.m. powered by Modern Driven Media. Thank you for tuning in with us this week. I'm Rachel, I'm your host, and today we have Terry with us. Hello. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) So glad you can make it. It's been a while since we did one, just the two of us. The last one we did was our (laughs) famous TikTok episode. (laughs) That was a fun one. Yep. Today we're going to be talking about burnout and you know, experiencing that in the workplace, especially. It's sort of a follow-up episode to our um, most recent episode we did last week where Will and I talked about, uh, what was it, creative blocks. So we're going to be talking about, you know, burnout triggers, what are the symptoms, what exactly is burnout, and how to overcome it in the workplace. So let's just hop right into this. So, (laughs) okay, in general terms, Uh, Burnout is a mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion caused by chronic stress or prolonged stress. Um, I have here some of the symptoms include, you know, loss of motivation or incentive, feeling fatigued or exhausted. You may have some self-doubts or feel trapped or overall just feel kind of detached from your job and life. You know, as far as physical symptoms, you may experience reduced performance either at work or just day-to-day life doing activities. You may have headaches or even lowered immunity. The general cause of burnout, mainly in the workforce, would be, you know, having too much work on your plate or just having really demanding job expectations. Sometimes a lot of repetitive tasks or challenging tasks may cause burnout as well even like working too much or not getting enough sleep Um, and also personality traits can contribute to this as well perfectionism you know need to be in control if you're more of that high achieving type of person you may experience burnouts more frequently or even like stress Um, I know for me, I'm like, I'm totally the perfectionist type. So like every little detail bothers me in a project and I I need to make sure everything's perfect. I don't know. (laughs) Like, how do you feel with that? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm the same way because it's like if I can't have it be perfect, it's going to cause me so much stress. It's just going to be just a just a quick, you know, slide to burnout because this is, you know, we're we're talking about this now. Like, I'm not really an authority on it because I'm kind of dealing like trying to figure it out myself so maybe you know I I don't don't have all the answers but I definitely can you know relate to like what the causes are just being a perfectionist and also just being like I don't know I was I've been I've been reading up on certain stuff like this that um you know being even just like a sensitive person kind of can lead to burnout because everything is kind of you get so overwhelmed so quickly yeah you know it might it might be you know a bunch of factors contributing to it and just kind of all kind of boils down to, you know, performance and, you know, whether it be school or work or whatnot. But, yeah. Yeah, I find that too. I find that's exactly the way I am. You know, I get overwhelmed in very chaotic or stressful environments. And it, it's it's more of a learning thing. Like, you have to learn how to control your stress and how to manage your stress in order to overcome that. And, you know, keep calm, keep cool. Um, make sure you don't let yourself cycle and snowball into this, you know, a burnout episode. Yeah, because it, it, like, the biggest pitfalls, like, I think one can fall into is just kind of letting it all, like, 
Like, I, and it's kind of what I have a tendency to do is just kind of let everything kind of, like, be, you know, all or nothing and just kind of let it all pile up where it's, like, I need to either be super productive every second of every day and, like, have a perfect day every single day or, I, like, I just can't do it mm-hmm. at all or, like, nothing's going to get done or, like, I'm going to – it's, like, feeds into the, yeah, self-doubt loop that I think you mentioned earlier. It's just – I think the hardest thing is to find – the pace that works because like I'll sit there like I want to get super organized I want to have this that and the other thing and like, I'll do it like personal life and professional life that I want to um you know I want you know the personal side I want to eat super healthy and exercise and you know find time to socialize with friends and then you know I'll find that I spend like eight hours playing Animal Crossing because I just can't do it all <laughs> so yeah it's like the complete other side of it um because I, I I found like it I've always done this like um, from the time I was young, like I would try to like make these like really solidified schedules for myself, and just every single time I would just this, that, and the other thing. And so recently, I've actually I got a list sitting next to me. Um, coincidentally, of like you know, I had written out this big, long, detailed list of everything I wanted to get. You know, how I wanted to start structuring my life for summer and getting on top of things and feeling better and less stressed. And then I finally was like, you know what? This isn't working. This hasn't worked the last ten to fifteen years. <laughs> Why don't we pick? you know, three things that we can do better this week and slowly add things in. And that's kind of like, uh, you know, that's been my approach. Like, just take one thing at a time because I have, you know, I have the tendency to kind of overboard with it and get super burned out. And I think right now, just like the climate that we're in being quarantined and I think it's, you know, super easy to get super burnt out right now, especially like I know myself, like when lockdown started, I was ready or I was, um, scheduled to go on a vacation and now it's like I can't like take that break and so it's a lot of self-care trying to recharge where I would have needed that week to kind of mm-hmm. get back in the flow of things so mm-hmm. it's just kind of the best thing I can find is just to take one step at a time yeah I remember that with the vacation mm-hmm. oh man that's a shame everything is it's weird because I feel like everything regarding the quarantine happened at the perfect time but also the worst time if that makes sense but yeah definitely over quarantine like even myself I have the same exact like personality tendency (laughs) that you mentioned um I have like four different notebooks that are just strictly for like planners and to do lists and like I tend to just write like I have so many things I want to get done in a day and it's like no Rachel like that's impossible you need to take a step back and like really focus on the top three I find that helps and like just take it in chunks day by day um yeah especially like over this time here staying at home I'm like oh my god there's so much I want to do and like yeah even just with normal projects at work too like I always tend to like overload myself with work and then I just get burnout super easily yeah yeah and like I remember it was January 2019. I started doing this uh, post a photo every day on Instagram challenge for, you know, it was a big photographer uh, challenge. So I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. I want to try that. And I think it was, you were supposed to post a photo for like the whole year, every day of the whole year. And I'm like, yeah, like, woo, let's do this. (laughs) Not realizing how much like work and organization and like, just with everything else going on like there's barely any time to do that like I had to do photo shoots three times a week in order to like make it work so I started doing it for I'd say a month and a half um I was fine and then 
started, you know, January, February, March came around, and I'm like, no, I can't, I need to stop, like, I, I hit a major, like, burnout phase, it was horrible, but, yeah, it just, you can't, you really gotta, you know, pace yourself, take it slow, and, yeah, pace yourself. Yeah, because I think, like, just, it must be the way culture is kind of structured that we believe that we can take on more than we actually can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that, but we can't sustain that. And I think it's a pitfall a lot of creators fall into. Like I know just from YouTubers I follow that they need to take breaks every now and again because they just cite burnout as a cause because they just can't keep doing it day in and day out, especially if you work in a creative position or something that's very redundant. Um, you know, the opposite side of that, you know, can get tedious or it can get overwhelming or it can just... Yeah. Just, the phenomenon is just bizarre. Mm-hmm. You think you should be able to, but... Yeah, it seems like, at least in, you know, America, here in the States, we have this sort of, like, hustle culture. Yeah. Grind 24-7, like, work 24-7, and it's not healthy. It's not mentally healthy. It's not physically healthy. Like, you, you need... Your brain needs breaks, you know? Yeah. Working 12-hour days, like, that's horrible for your mental health. It's horrible for your physical health. You need to take breaks, you know? Oh, yeah. The more people start to, like, realize that it's not a healthy, sustainable lifestyle, the more I think it'll kind of, you know, change over the course of time. And maybe they'll, you know, find a different type of hustle culture where it's more, you know, healthy and sustainable, like I've mentioned. Yeah. Some people can. Some, I mean, I've seen some people that can go just like, like the Energizer Bunny, and I just, I've always wanted to be like that, and it's <laughs> just not working out. And they also kind of have like, since I was in school for so long, that I'm just kind of used to that, like just always having a million things to do. It's just kind of where I grew up, and so if I feel like if I'm not overloaded, I must be doing something wrong. Is kind of where I am now. Like, it's okay to just, like, you know, put in your eight hours and you, you focus for that time period and you can do what you need to do later on. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you have to do this, that, and the other thing. But Yeah, that's definitely... <laughs> what were you going to say? Sorry. I, I don't know. Go on. I'm a train of thought. I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> um, I'm just rambling. Like, this yeah, is just same. a podcast of me rambling. Same. I, oh my god, the more and more I'm doing this podcast, I realize just how bad my, like, thought process and train of thought is. Like, I cannot keep a straight thought. I can't I think it's just, I was reading an article, this is, like, completely off topic, but I was reading an article the other day, it was, um, talking about the difference between, like, how like introvert introverted minds work and extroverted minds work and I'm like wait mm-hmm. this describes me perfectly cuz yeah for extroverts they compared it as like their thought process is on the tip of their tongue so that's why they can just keep going on and on and keep it keep the conversation going but for introverts we think like internally first before we say everything if that makes sense so oh, like yeah. we have to like think about it first um, and then that's why it takes us longer to like process stuff and like say stuff in conversations rather like that makes much more sense yeah extroverts <laughs> just kind of like let it all out there <laughs> what's that like I don't know <laughs> like I, I yeah I, I wish it takes me a while to like 
because I'm sure I, I can hear it in myself where it's like I keep stopping and starting and I just want to talk like smoothly and normally but I keep getting like caught up before it gets out and I can hear it mm-hmm. it's like this all these like false starts I'm like I swear I can talk like a normal person and then there's the opposite side of that where it's just stream of consciousness like whatever I'm obsessed about or like whatever it's just yeah non-stop. it's so weird like for <laughs> me it's never about anything useful or relevant yeah just like the most random topics all just be having a flow of conversation but for harder topics that involve more thought or um like more statistical type topics it's it's harder to like get the thought process and the train of thought like just flowing and let it out there all at once you know yeah it makes me wonder if like there's a difference between how introverts deal with burnout or experience it versus extroverts. Like, is it, I can kind of see, I team seems to me that like a lot of extroverts seem to fare better. And it's like the introverts who get super, super burned out. I don't know if it's, you know, there's any correlation there. Yeah. But definitely. Like I feel that's a good point. That's why I observe it. Like I need more time to recharge and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's how I am, too. That's actually a really good point. Like, I kind of want to research into that a little bit more, like, after the podcast. But I didn't even think of that. Because usually the people, like, Gary Vee, for example, he's one of the most, you know, biggest entrepreneurs out there right now. And he's part of so many different projects and, you know, so many branches of his company and he's able to maintain that life as well as his family life. And it's, like, how do you keep going with the content and, like, having the energy to keep posting every day, but also control your own business and your, like, media agency? It's, like, insane. Because it must fuel him. Like, that must be the thing that gives him his energy. Is yeah. Like, it's his life-sustaining thing, whereas, like, like, I enjoy being creative, but it also like drains me in a lot of ways like even personal projects there's only so long I can work on something like because I've kind of noticed like since I've kind of been moving into more of a creative role with us that I like I need to work for like half an hour and then like take a five to ten minute break to kind of let my brain go somewhere else and then get back to it and because I can't it doesn't sustain me it kind of drains me mm-hmm. it's the opposite time way even though I enjoy it I love doing it I, you know, I think I come up with you know things that you know, make me happy and I enjoy doing but it still drains all the same mm-hmm. but so yeah it's probably definitely it's probably linked to how people get their energy from if they you know are big rechargers and kind of being alone and taking a beat and stuff like that versus being around people and being active I mean I guess it makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah hmm. that's quite interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. philosophy hour <laughs> yeah oh my god wow I, that, like, never really occurred to me in, until you said that just now, so. Yeah, because I know people talk about, um, I know my friends, like, because I know people who, um, who deal with, like, mental health issues, and myself included, that kind of talk about, like, spoons, like, it's how much energy you have, and so I kind of think about that, too. There are different factors, um, that probably contribute to it mm-hmm. as well, because definitely, I think mental health is also a big part of burnout and whatnot you gotta keep yourself healthy to keep yourself going and that itself is hard and yeah i'm kind of going off on a tangent now but i just kind of maybe think about that like how they kind of i've heard people refer to energy it's like i only have so much to give that day you know if you're familiar have you heard of that concept yeah having yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it makes total sense 
Yeah, the concept with energy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, for introverts, like, it takes longer to, like, recharge and you need more time to recharge. And um, extroverts, they recharge by being around others. So introverts need time alone. It's It's very interesting, but... And then with what you were saying, how there's only so much energy to give, that's another, like, big part of it, too, especially with mental health. Like, you really need to kind of divide where your energy goes to. Yeah, some people might just not have, you know, might have bigger reservoirs than other people. Like, I might have a smaller one than somebody else, so I get kind of, you know, drained down more quickly than maybe somebody else. Mm -hmm. I think it's just kind of, everyone needs to kind of sit there and assess, like, what are my boundaries and what are, what's my limit? And it's, you know, I think not comparing to somebody else is the, one of the biggest things I think we can all remember. It's like, you know, I probably have a lower threshold than most people, but that's okay. Cause that's just me, but I gotta learn how to work around that and deal with that. And I think, you know, if we constantly think that we are all painted with the same brush and we're all dealing with the same things on the same level, we're going to run into, you know, run into walls every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, these are just kind of things that I'm I'm constantly learning. It's like, oh, well, I'm I'm me, and <laughs> I don't know why this is such a revolutionary thing that I'm learning at thirty. It's like, oh, I'm, I have a different threshold, and you have to find what works for you, and not be ashamed of that, and not be stressed out by that. Because I think that stresses me out as well. It's like, well, maybe I'm not measuring up as much, or I can do, you know, if I can, if I'm doing less, then I'm not, you know, I'm not as good as these people, or this, that, and the other thing, and it's just. It's not the case, mm-hmm. you know. I think we're all gonna kind of chill out <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I I say trying to remind myself. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> yeah, like it's important to remember we're all on our own uh, separate journeys. There's mm-hmm. no like race. There's no competition. It's all a matter of like what journey you're on, and like you can't pay attention and compare yourself to others. I also think that's like. I see our culture shifting towards that, um, too, yeah. like, especially on social media. There's this sense, I don't know if it's just the people I'm, like, listening to, but a lot of people are into this this um, whole spirituality concept where you're your own self, you're an individual, um, you're on your own journey, everything's happening with time, like, <clears throat> certain milestones in your life like everyone's timelines are different you know so yeah yeah, I've just been getting more into that too lately with that whole concept yeah because really it's once that's a big life hack I feel like and it seems like it's something it's so simple that we should know kind of right off the bat but you know at least for me it's always been kind of something that's been hard like kind of an elusive thing Mm -hmm. like oh I'm just me and that's okay and yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of a common problem but mm-hmm. I don't know if we we talk about it enough that's just you gotta do you yeah like whatever works and yeah but that's I mean you know timelines are a big thing because I think there's also a rush of I need to accomplish x amount of things by the time I'm x age and that kind of you know kind of falls in the same thing or we might overwork ourselves for some arbitrary goal and we get burnt out and maybe we don't achieve those dreams because we get burnt out trying to do it by somebody else's mm-hmm. schedule. Exactly. And we never end up making ourselves happy or trying to make everyone around us happy or show off or whatnot. And it's just kind of... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just got to do, do you, do it do for you. yourself. Make sure you're doing it for yourself. 
whatever yep. path, whatever passion, whatever career you're on, like, do it for you. Indeed. <laughs> what works for one does not work for another. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah. we can all try and find our own way. Because I know now it's like I'm definitely trying to, like, get healthier and try and... I'm trying, because that, that's been my goal lately, especially in quarantine, is, like, trying to fight the burnout just trying to find like what the secret formula is because I quite haven't quite found it out yet like I'll have some good days but then other days I'm like where I'm just kind of like I find myself I'm just like zoned out and I can't quite focus and I end up you know because I can't focus during the day that means I'm working at night trying to get it all done and then (laughs) the cycle kind of repeats and it's like I'm burnt out because I went to bed at 1am trying to finish what I need to finish Mm -hmm. it's just uh, oh my god yeah I just love a world where it's like I wake up at this time and I, you know, I can work during the period I'm supposed to and I, and that's it. And I can just sign off at the end of the day and like I can have a life. <laughs> still waiting for that. <laughs> still waiting for that moment. Yeah. I'm still trying to get my sleep schedule like back in order here. It's horrible. It's rough. So, well, especially now where it's like our kind of our daily routines are completely out the window. It's just how do we even cope with that and dealing with that? I think kind of dealing with burnout and quarantine is probably its own it's an issue, <laughs> yeah. Its own issue. Yeah, because, like, I'll, yeah, like, I'll have to, like, kind of check in on everybody in my life. It's like, are you doing okay? You fine? <laughs> How's everyone We're doing up? good? Yeah, because I know some people, it's like, it's like, it's just, <clears throat> some, some people I know completely shut down. Some are doing, you know, more or less fine. And, I mean, I'm, like, I, I feel like on a, on a, on a pretty basic level, I'm fine because I think I, I sit inside my house a lot of the time anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm, go, I'm fine. Not going to office or anything like that. They're like being able, not having the choice to go and do anything is just, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of messing with me a bit. But like I know tonight, like I'm hanging out with friends. Like tomorrow, like a family trivia. And I like life is kind of going on as normal. It's just all via Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> like it's... we can keep up with our podcast. We can continue to work. Exactly. Like, thankfully, yeah. you know we're. We're lucky in that respect. Mm-hmm. It's like but. a new way of living. Just a new way of living. It's just digitally. Mm-hmm. What you were saying with the, you know, like being trapped inside and not having a choice to like, you know, go out. I can see how that's messing with a lot of people. But um, I've said this in another episode. I forget which one it was. But even just uh, making sure you have your, you know, solid routine Um like write down a schedule for yourself try and keep your original schedule that you had before quarantine that's mm-hmm. important um so that you have that structure there to keep yourself on track and i think that could help a lot with the whole you know quarantine burnout too yeah or like at least just have like that like you know just that one anchoring thing that you do because i know um uh... Yeah, Nadine was talking about last week how she the one thing she's been doing consistently is working yeah, out working and stuff out. like that. Just kind of have that one thing that kind of tethers you back to the real world is probably yeah probably a, an attainable goal for most people. Yeah, not me. But <laughs> <laughs> I had written down the difference between uh, stress and burnout. Um, I was reading that stress is more reactive, so when you're stressed, you're more uh, frantic and panicked, and there's a sense of urgency to get stuff done, but with burnout, it's more, um, like, there's no incentive to be productive, so you're more unreactive and disengaged from the activities you need to get done. Um, 
and then I, I'm not sure if this is 100% correct, but I believe stress is the cause that leads to burnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. It gets kind of developed, like, I don't know, an immunity to all the stress and just kind of hit this level of, like, hit the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only so much your body can take. Because I know it's, like, I feel that. Like, I'll have, like, periods in time where I'm, like, super stressed out or, like, my anxiety is really bad or whatnot. I'll have, like, I'll have weeks of that and then I'll just, like, kind of crash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, like, wait for the reset and then it starts all over again. Yeah. Like, trying to break that cycle. It's so weird, too. Like, it is a cycle with me as well it seems like after that burnout phase where like you've crashed and then it's all of a sudden like one day i'm like boom motivation is back like ready to get going again it's so weird and i'm here (laughs) someone plugged me in last night and i am fully charged yeah (laughs) yeah it's so weird it just all of a sudden it's like boom ready to work like let's do this (laughs) Trying to get, like, a million things done in a day again. Yeah. Except I trying to find the hacks, like, for the days where it's hard. Because I find, I've, one thing I have found, just kind of to point out something that might work for other people, is just, like, starting maybe with, like, the easiest tasks for your day. Like, start with something small that doesn't stress you out. Because I think that's kind of a pitfall. Have something, it's like, I don't really know how to do it. And I don't really want to attack it. But I know I have to. And it, the whole thought of it is overwhelming. Um, so I'll just kind of mm-hmm. start with something easy and small and I'll kind of work up my strength for the day. It's like you almost kind of need like a a warm up before a workout type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been useful. So the solutions on burnout. I had written down the obvious ones first, such as, you know, exercise, making sure you're getting the right nutrients and eating mm-hmm. a well-balanced diet. Uh and then also, you know, practicing self-care. Yep. I think those three things are the biggest solutions for burnout and preventing it in the first, pa- in the first place. So, oh, yeah. you know, you want to try practicing a nighttime routine maybe with uh, self-care practices. So meditation, journaling, that could help. Journaling is a great way to just get your thoughts out and reflect on the day. Uh, meditation connects with your mind and you know yourself and your body puts you in the present moment and then just prioritizing your own needs uh that's especially especially important like eating all your meals a day eating yeah trying to eat the right things uh, good hygiene like making sure like i find like a good like what kind of calms me down for the night is to make sure like i kind of like you know brush my teeth wash my face and like maybe do like a face mask or something like that and kind of like yeah. kind of get the brain ready to sleep and to kind of decompress like we're, we're definitely done for the day stop working you know stop <laughs> stop thinking about all the things that need to get done you're done mm-hmm. everyone's asleep <laughs> so you should be too <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then along with the nighttime routine too that's one of the big things and then when you're actually asleep make sure you you know turn off all electronics um, make sure the room's at a comfortable temperature for you. Make sure it's dark in the room so that uh, you'll be, you know, getting a great night's sleep and then waking up feeling energized and great the next morning. Yep. All good things. Mm-hmm. As we're getting ready to wrap this episode up, um, just want to, you know, go back over some general tips here. Uh, overall, remember to be kind, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. Um, you know, try and 
get rid of the extra stress that, you know, doesn't need to be caused in the first place. Uh, practice good communication with, you know, people around you, whether that's family, friends, whoever you're working with. Make sure you break down your workload into chunks and don't overwhelm yourself. Um, like we said earlier in the episode, make sure you're sticking to tasks that are manageable and easy to get done. Um, try not to like rush through all these projects during the day. Mm-hmm. And also, we didn't really talk about this too much, but make sure to take breaks in between your work as well. Yeah, that's something like I check social media, get up and dance for a little bit. That's kind of what I do. Like if I'm, mm-hmm. I'll work for you know like an hour and a half and then take like a 10, 15 minute like Animal Crossing break. <laughs> yeah, I just need to reset a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for me, I notice the blue light starts getting to me after a while, especially with like heavy editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. My eyes are like glued to the screen, so I find it helpful if I like get up and like go look out the window for a few minutes just to kind of refocus my eyes and stuff like that. Because I was reading something the other day. It's like I think it's like every twenty minutes, look at something twenty feet away to like refocus yeah, yeah, that your makes eyes. sense. Yeah, yeah I, I heard that too. Yeah, I was researching blue light glasses, and that was something like a factor that kind of like came up in my research. Are these things real? Is this really helpful? And they kind of gave all these things that were other, like, also helpful. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I've, I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, man. I really want to look into blue light lenses because I hear those are, like, really helpful, especially since everyone's spending more time on the computers lately, so. Yeah, I just got a pair that I'm not wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but... Yeah, you know, just guy got, got a pair, which is just kind of weird because they're just they're just blue glass because I don't need a prescription. <laughs> mm-hmm. But hopefully they'll work. That's it's been the thing. I felt like I need to invest in since we you know we're spending so much time you know being a digital marketing agency we spend our whole days on computers. And then we yeah. come home and there's just more computers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think there's a meme that never catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme that was like uh, spending all day working it. You know. Stressful screen. Come home and look at happy screen. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. You need to send me that. That's actually so... It's like 100% spot on with that. I'll have to find it. <laughs> Spend all day looking at stressful screen. Come home and look at happy screen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode with us. We hope that we made your Friday afternoon a little bit brighter. Feel free to share your experiences with burnout if you've experienced it before and let us know what you did to overcome it um see you next week for a new episode take care bye